Hello! Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast entitled Order Up Freaks and Geeks. I am your host Angel and it's been a very long time since I've actually been here now that I even think about it and stuff. Once again, apologies. Guys, listen, life be happening. It is what it is. I upload when I want to upload. It's fine. So I hope everyone has been doing okay. It seems like uh, things are getting somewhat back to normal from the pandemic. Granted, you know, um, COVID is still here. But nonetheless, we still shall move on with our lives because sometimes we cannot allow tragedies to keep our lives in a stagnant place. Um, So I'm currently on my summer break. Uh, You guys know I do work in a public school system. I work in a school library. So that means when the kids are out, I too am out. The only sad part is they no longer pay most of the employees 12 months anymore, which means you got paid every single month. It's only specific people working in school, like, you know, bookkeepers, data manager, whatever. But me, including and as well as the teachers, only get paid for 10 months. So for two of the months that we're out for summer break, we do not get paid anything. So either find another job, which most of them do have second, sometimes even three jobs, or uh, as you was working, save up some money and put together some form of a summer savings, which I did because... Truth be told, your girl did not want to work this summer. Matter of fact, um, typically when the summer comes around, I actually get a little bit sad. Um, one would might call it depression. <laughs> um, you know, like a seasonal depression simply because um, ever since I had graduated high school, I always worked a job over the summer, which was fine. But every job that I had worked was not the best for me mentally or I got used a lot at my job for granted and I never made enough money (laughs) the reality of it all honestly it's actually a bunch of bull but it happens um so honestly I'm just glad to be chilling for summer vacation but also because I technically am going to be working um doing my own thing as you guys know I have my own place so I'm still trying to fix up the place to the best of my ability, as well as with my fiance. Also, speaking of my fiance, y'all know we got a wedding coming up. So, currently planning that is a lot. I do not have a wedding planner. Yep, you heard me straight. I don't have a wedding planner. Don't have one. Um, Truth be told, because <laughs> we don't have that much money. You know, we're budgeting. We're budgeting king and queen. You feel me? Um, Also, because I'm just very lucky to have people who are willing to help out and I'm doing the best that I can. He's doing the best that he can and stuff. So pretty much we're playing the game of just try to get stuff as early as possible and see which one you can fit into your budget. Can I get a round of applause for that one? Tap, 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 tap. Excellent. Okay. But yeah, planning this wedding is a bit um taxing. I'm not going to lie. Being on a computer on this website and there's great websites you can use for wedding planning honestly and i wish if they sponsored me but i'm gonna go ahead and shout them out if you ever get married or know somebody that's getting married it needs a little bit of help of figuring out how to plan things and get invitations out and save the dates and how to find venues and photographers there's a site called zola is z-o-l-a.com awesome website literally um I've always heard of it. I've always looked at it. I even have a friend who had current like had used it for her wedding. The best thing, honestly. I actually even um ordered my save the dates and we'll be ordering my invitations from there and it's pretty cool. It's pretty lit and it's super easy to use. 
super easy to use. So if you ever get married, engaged, and you're like, wow, I want to create something, Zola is great, especially because not only is it cool to also, you know, have invitations and save the dates, people can go on to the link of your website and they can do an RSVP on that website to tell you of whether they are coming or not. And please, can, can we talk about this for a minute? Planning a wedding is so hard when you're somewhat of a people pleaser. And by that, I mean that you have to limit how many people you're co like are coming to your wedding, of course, because I don't want everybody and their mama and their grandma and their uncles from across the coast and aunties from down south. I don't need all that. But sometimes you always feel like, should I invite this person or should I not invite this person? We've been going through that. Well, by we, I mean me, my fiance does not care as long as they're not people that just bring bad vibes. Um, but it is a little bit hard to kind of pick and choose family not that but mostly with like friends and it's hard because you're just like all right I know this friend I know of them but we didn't really hang out so I'm not gonna invite you but then you feel like you're gonna feel bad also like the things that you plan whether it's the dress whether it's the colors of your wedding or the theme of your wedding there is gonna be somebody who do not like what you're doing they don't care they could have been like <clears throat> Well, personally, I would have had this venue with this many people and this catering and this photographer. I would have did these colors during this. I do not care. I do not care at all. We're trying to do our own wedding that fits for us. It is for us. It is our wedding. We are the two entering into matrimony. We are the two becoming partners for life, besties for life, homies for realsies, you know, so... To be honest with you, I'm learning how to not care and mind my language on this one. Again, if you are new to this podcast, yes, there will be some vulgar language. Um, if you happen to be any of my coworkers that listen to this podcast, yes, my name is Angel. That does, that does not mean that I am an angel per se. So you will hear some vulgar language. You will hear some discussions that may not pique your interest. That's okay. My best bet to you is to please just stop listening and just, you know, just skedaddle somewhere else, okay? I'm still a good person. This is just who I am, okay? Work angel is different from outside angel and stuff like that. And some of my coworkers who know, they know. But anyway, um, all of that's a bunch of bullshit. We're going to do what we want to fucking do. And that's it. That's what we want to do, okay? Planning this wedding is, is is the hard part because you can't please everybody, okay? When it comes to design, the cups, the colors, your wedding dress even. there, I, I have even heard that there may be some people, maybe one or two, who did not like the dress that I chose. That's fine. I like the dress that I chose because it came to the closest ideal that I wanted in my dress. And I'm wearing the dress and I paid for the dress. Yes, I, that's a big girl purchase. That's a big girl purchase for Miss Angel. Thank you. Um, but yeah, planning it is also like another thing is that we're not going to have any kids at the wedding. Um, and we knew we know quite a few people who have kids, multiple kids even. But um, here's the thing. The wedding is planned out way in advance. So if you cannot figure out if you want, first of all, if you don't want your kid to come, if you can't figure out where your child is going to go for that one night that is like, a couple of hours and stuff um that's not a me problem with the exception of if they're for somebody truly like cannot find a babysitter somebody in time and they genuinely have tried and we know them and something yes the child can come to the wedding 
only reason why we're not inviting children is number one is typically or mostly supposed to be like um an adult event and we want older people to come and enjoy themselves with the exception of teenagers and some preteens and stuff also because it's an open bar there is an open bar at my wedding and typically when there are when there's alcohol involved and children typically it's not a good mix and we decided that hey you could just keep your kids at home somewhere and here's the thing here is the thing you don't have to stay the entire event of our wedding okay you if you wanted to and and I and I I find no shame in this game because it's my wedding and I'm more of a person that's just like listen I want to enjoy myself I don't care what X Y Z is doing at this moment as long as they're not hurting me others or, or themselves if you want to just come to the ceremony enjoy seeing two people come together as one eat you some food get a couple of laughs in and maybe just maybe do the electric slide and dip out. That's okay. That is okay. I invited you in knowing that that was possible because you, if you know you have to get back to your kids because you're just like, listen, I left my kids at so-and-so's house and I don't want so-and-so to think I'm out here doing everything because so-and-so has something planned that night. Come to the ceremony, enjoy yourself, cry, laugh, eat a little bit, cut a little step, you feel me? And then you can dip out. Ain't nobody trying to make you stay. We are not trying to make nobody stay. Because, again, nine times out of ten, we might not be in our right mind. Like, I, I'm not a drinker. I'll go ahead and say that. I'm not a drinker. I actually have never been drunk. So, yeah, I know. I'm probably going to try that out this summer to see what my tolerance is, at least. But never been drunk. I think the closest I've gotten is definitely tipsy. Like, I haven't been, like, blackout drunk, you know. I'm, like, tipsy where it's just, like, I feel the effects, but I'm still conscious and well aware of what's going on in my surroundings and stuff. Um, Other than that, though, yeah, planning a wedding. Wow. I think the biggest thing in planning a wedding, though, y'all, are literally the invites. Oh, oh, my, oh, my God. This, this is so hard and it's so tiring and stuff because... You have to figure out who all in your family you're going to invite, who all of your friends you're going to invite, who all in uh, co-workers. If you would like to invite co-workers, are you going to invite? It is a lot. It is taxing. Granted, even the people that I've counted up so far haven't equaled the amount of people we're going to have, which is still decent and stuff like that. That makes for extra room just in case, like I said, if a kid is unable to make it or like if a not if a kid is unable to make it, but if parent cannot find where kid or kids shall go they can still bring them we have enough room because a lot of people don't know attendees cost money it costs for the amount of plates or seating or even if it's a buffet or whatever because we're still trying to figure out cater catering and stuff like that and that's our main thing a lot of people don't understand is that everything costs money so whenever you get invited to a wedding Please be very conscious of what this person is asking. When you get invited, that means, hi, hey, um, we really like you. We wanted you to come and, in, and enjoy this day with us. But also um, be mindful that we've considered you into our budget, okay? So don't take that for granted a little bit, you feel me? And also when it comes to people inviting you, please respond in a timely manner, okay? Because when I get these invites out, I'm hoping and praying that people don't last minute like the week before decide whether they're coming or not because we would love if y'all guys can like respond in a timely manner and stuff to get to us so because 
like I said, it's money mostly for catering purposes. Actually, that's what the part is about for how many people are coming. It's mostly for our catering as well as decoration. So when our decorating person does tables and chairs, they know how many they actually need to put out because you don't really want to put out a table that nobody's sitting at like that. If that happens, hey, it's an extra table. Maybe somebody might want to go sit by themselves because they just want to go sit by themselves, but that's okay. So anyway, that's going on. I'm planning a wedding this whole summer. There's that, okay? Your 23-year-old is planning a wedding. And speaking on age, for quite some time after I got engaged, mind you, I had been dating my uh, fiance for pretty much now after this past March, six years, but at the time it was five over five years, okay? So that's pretty decent time to really get to know somebody, date somebody, court somebody, and be like, you know what? I want this person to be with me for the rest of my life. That's it. But it's like so weird because I'm still so young um and I guess I got the thing caught up in my mind like I'm not supposed to get married until after I turn 25 but no um if you've been together for quite some time you've gotten to know each other you have communicated well enough with one another you understand each other but you're also willing to let each other grow and become the best person you can be and if you decide that this is the person I want to be with for the rest of my life for eternity and grow with, make a family with, and family doesn't necessarily mean have children either. Sometimes it can just mean it's just you and your partner and or, you know, fur babies or whatever. Um, That's the person you want to be with. If you want to get married, get married. Some people don't want to get married. Some people just want to be together for the rest of their lives and just don't want the whole ideal of uh, matrimony behind it. That's fine. Uh, Do what you want to do, but that's just me and stuff. Um, it took a long time for me to understand if I was old enough. And I'm going to confirm, yes, I am old enough to get married. And I think what I'm doing is uh, pretty cool and stuff. It's pretty cool. And it's going to be, I think, an actually really cool journey. Because in this journey, I think what excites me more than anything on this journey of becoming married with my partner is the fact that in a way, we can, like, give decent advice to people, like, real advice. The ups, the downs, the crazy parts, dealing with families, all of that. Dealing with jobs, dealing with financial stuff, all of that. I think that's going to be the exciting part is helping people with that. If they if they ask, you know. Other than that, you already know, it's also graduation season for a lot of people my niece just graduated high school, guys. She made it out. God knows many of us, it took us a minute to make it out of high school. That, wow, what a journey that was. So she'll be going to college soon. And after she graduated that weekend, it made me realize, honestly, how much time has passed and how fast time goes and how much we take time for granted and stuff because you watch all people all these people grow up around you including yourself you watch all these moments go by but I'm here to tell you now and this is only because I have my little moment I have my little moment again like I said summer sometimes makes me sad I'm trying to figure out how to make it happy for me and wholesome for me you see as a person in your early 20s this goes out to my people in their early 20s, like in your early 20s. This goes out pretty much to my people 18 to 30, 
or 35 even. Although it may seem like everything is passing on around you, it may seem like everybody is passing by you and you haven't done a thing, you feel like you haven't done enough, understand that we all have our own pace in life. We are not supposed to be dedicated into trying to keep up with the Joneses, the Ramirez's, and, and, and the rest of anybody else's, the Kim's, all of that. We're not supposed to keep up with others. We're supposed to keep up with ourselves, okay? And, and every now and again, as we're going on this journey, we may cross paths with other, pe paths with other people, and that's okay. That happens. Sometimes we might even get on a path where somebody is going the exact pace as us. That's okay, but understand that at this young, tender age that we are, there is so much to life that we have. So let's just hold on to the moment that we have right now, collect ourselves, and just breathe and just take in this moment. Because this moment will not be here forever. forever and we don't want to look back and be like, dang, I was out here trying to, to rush and do all of this before this age and do all of this before this time. Like, you know, and it's, and especially in a time where gas prices are looking really bad and grocery prices and, and, and housing prices right now, let's try to do what we can. Let's, let's, let's focus on what we actually can change for ourselves. Okay. It's okay. It is all right. This goes out especially to my 23-year-olds. Y'all, it's so much already going on in this world. Who are we to be rushing our lives right now? Where, where, where are we trying to get to when the world itself doesn't even know where it's going? So chill out for a minute, okay? Chill out. Take a minute to breathe. You're going to get there to wherever you're trying to get to, okay? And for the most part, somewhat try to enjoy the summer try to do something go outside breathe some air a little bit drink some water you know try out the new recipe go on with that go on that date with that person you didn't think you'd go on a date with just go try that new hairstyle you know go to that new place you wanted to go to try and make the that mixtape you said you wanted to make, try and write that poem you said you wanted to try and write and stuff because we get so caught up in all this fastness and social media and everything. And we, we get so caught up in like watching everybody else and, and trying to speed ahead and we forget that, that we are our own person. So take that time out and just look at yourself in the mirror and be like, slow down, slow the hell down, please, okay? It's okay, you're gonna make it. Trust me, I believe in you just as much as I believe in myself, okay? And <laughs> you might be thinking, well, Angel, that's not a lot. No, no, no. I, I really do believe in myself. I'm not going to sit here and and pity and thinking I can't get things done. I mean, look at me. I'm planning my own wedding with the help of other people. And I'm taking my time and doing it and stuff and trying to organize myself. It's okay. In the meanwhile, though, for real, with the gas prices, that's... That's bonkers. You know, I was trying to be sentimental for a minute, but that is really wild to me on how high those gas prices are. And they say that the gas prices are supposed to go up to be like $6 by the end of the summer. I don't know if that means nationally or specifically where I am located at, 
that's still bonkers to me. Um, now I'm sitting here like I was I was trying to go somewhere this summer. If I do, I definitely got a car ride and carpool with some people and just split gas, honestly, at this point. So, hey, it is what it is. And then, and then grocery prices, it's like, man, I was trying to eat really, really healthy and trying to cook really healthy, but I can't even. Y'all, let me tell y'all, a week and a half ago, I went into Walmart to go gather some ingredients because I wanted to make some chicken parmesan, right? So I was like, all right, what kind of vegetables should I cook on the side? Should I do a salad or should I roast some vegetables? Let me see. I go over in Walmart to the produce section. I see a bag of uh, broccoli, right? The broccoli you can just either throw in the microwave and stuff like that. It's typically the bag you can throw in the microwave or if you wanted to, you can pop it open and do what you want to and saute them, boil them, whatever. That bag alone was $6.18. I could eat that whole bag by myself, me, by myself. Even though it's intended to share with at least two to four people, I could eat that bag by myself. $6.18. I just stood there for a minute and looked at it, and I got in the way of this, this girl trying to get some Walmart orders. I'm like, I am so sorry. I was just looking at those prices. She was like, nah, no, those prices are pretty high. Like, she's like, it's been wild to see the prices go up while working here and actually seeing them go up. It's it's crazy. So, with that being said, um, your girl might be starting a garden sometime soon. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm renting a place, so I'm trying to figure out how to do that, how to grow some form of some vegetables and herbs and stuff. Um, going to figure that out. Might have to go buy me a baby pool. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what... Yeah, yeah, we'll just see what happens, honestly, this summer. And then on top of that, we always talk about summer bodies. And the body that you have truly is a summer body. But if you really are not feeling that great about your body and want to make changes, you should do it. You should embrace the body that you have now while you're trying to also embrace the future of the changes in your body as well. So I found this cool book at um, Goodwill. When I went to go get my nails done at a place and I was like, oh, there's a Goodwill nearby. Let me go see and just be nosy and see what they have. And I got this book literally called Weight Loss for African-American Women. And so far I'm reading on chapter two now. And wow, what an eye opening of a book. It's already talking about things I kind of already knew about the diet that um, us as black people or African-Americans that we have and actually where a lot of our foods come from and why the way we cook the way we do because of slavery, because of literally using leftovers that we got and made food out of it and cooked in the ways that we cooked. And some of it came from um, Africa, such as certain um, plants or ways of cooking and had a, we had to do, make do and, and, the trauma also can can really change your physiological output, honestly, and stuff. Um, but it's so crazy. So if you are trying to change your body for like healthy manners and stuff like that, don't just look at societal ways, but also look at your body as the person that you are. Me, as a black woman, I couldn't just be like, oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z to do this to lose weight. No, I have to deep dive into why I eat the foods that I eat um, and see about my uh, certain parts of my body, why they are the way that they are, and why a lot of times it is so hard to drop weight. It's because genetics. Some of it is genetics and stuff. And also because of the way that food is cooked and everything, but genetics. So 
y'all just pray for me on this journey that I'm about to go on and see just how to get my body to be a lot better. More than anything, I just want to bring my body to have more energy because I just ate pancakes and I am feeling kind of sleepy, but that's what you do when you're eating some good pancakes and fiance says, you want some pancakes? And you're just like, I'm not going to deny some free pancakes. Yeah, I'll take some pancakes. Sure. Let me eat like two flapjacks. Delicious, crispy edges with butter. Okay, and some pancake syrups and a cup of milk. And yes, sometimes I do drink my milk with nothing else with it. Okay, it's delicious. But that's the journey, you know. But anyway, um, other than that, I'm going to stop blabbing now. I just felt the need to give you guys somewhat of a filler episode. Hopefully on the next podcast that I upload, maybe we'll have another guest, maybe even some returning guests. Um, and I think I'm going to start asking people online maybe some questions that they want me to answer or see if I can give some type of advice I mean I can give advice that don't necessarily mean you should or have to follow whatever advice I give you because sometimes we just want to hear what people might think and you might just want to hear what I have to say to what you're asking me so other than that hope you're drinking water hope you're staying safe hope you're actually being significantly true to yourself and I will see you guys later thank you and come again to my freaks and bona fide geeks thank you